Welcome to Sing Double. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. <laughs> A trailer came out today. Why? You are very happy about it, but it was not happy. It's not happy at all. Yeah, you just made me watch it again. <laughs> uh-huh. And now I'm... I needed to watch it again. Now I'm sad. Because, you know, Avengers Endgame trailer 2, where they just play with your emotions. So this morning I woke up and I opened, I looked at my text messages first. No mm-hmm. one told me. Right. That's fine. Um, and then I opened Instagram and I didn't have my glasses on yet. And all I saw, like the Russo brothers at the top of my feed and it was started auto playing. And I just saw the, you know, Nat sitting back in the chair with like, uh-huh. her longer hair. And I was like, what? That looks like a Nat I haven't seen. And I was like, oh God, it's a trailer. Flailed <laughs> like, <laughs> around. I jumped out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> and like looked for my laptop and I forgot that I had left it in my room so I ran back into my room and like opened it and I was like ah, where's the trailer <laughs> and then I watched it and then I cried immediately oh, well yeah you had to just gets me right and then I've just been... at that bum, bum, and I'm just gone no I was gone at the the hand holding yeah that was where I, that's where they lost me and I've been inconsolable ever since that moment. Well, that's because you keep saying things that nobody knows about you. You just keep telling me all the time about how it's happened, but I haven't seen it. I don't know. It hasn't happened. Know it's not happened. true. Don't oh. lie to me. Oh, you Don't that, tell me. Don't tell me what's going Don't even say it. That things happened. No, no, no. And that's no, why it's sad. No, 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 no. Yeah. And that's why he's Ronin yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, It's all fine. He just got a haircut and he has the katana now. That's all. Mm-hmm. No other reason. It was just rain dribbling down her face. Mm-hmm. That's all. Stormy weather. It happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. In happy news, let's talk about happy things. Okay. Can you really talk about? I say there's a 3.14% chance that there's anything happy to talk <laughs> about today. Pie. <laughs> we didn't have any pie. Because we record on today, and yep. today is pie day. It's true. You're so funny. I didn't have any pie either. I wanted a pizza pie. I, a didn't, pizza get, pie. I didn't get one. I have something good. Yeah? So uh, my phone recently told me I should watch the latest uh, karaoke carpool. Uh-huh. And apparently on Apple, through the Apple TV app, you can see karaoke carpools free to watch. Yeah. So... I watched, since Game of Thrones will be coming up, I watched the one with um, uh, Arya and Sansa. Maisie Williams and Sophie Turner. Thank you very much. And they had a, the best skit when they were driving around. They were doing lines from other movies, mm-hmm. but like they were Tony Stark. She's like, remember when we had a talk like, you know, Sean Bean and do the and I said Tony Stark didn't I? Yeah. Wow. When they had a t- I was like, what? <laughs> he's not even, there's no Tonys in the Stark line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Wow. <laughs> he is the best Stark though. <laughs> so anyway, uh, even out of the Game of Thrones Starks, he's still the best one. <laughs> they had to do. They were doing lines from other movies, but in that accent. Uh huh. So they did Akuna Matata, you know, the line from Lion King, but talking like they were from Winterfell. Mm-hmm. And oh, it was hilarious. Good. The best one is one she's doing. <laughs> Becky, look at her butt. Because <laughs> she's like, Becky, <laughs> look at her butt. <laughs> it is so big. You have a very good Scottish accent. Thank you. <laughs> There's one point, I'm assuming the windows were down the car, and they're like, Becky! 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 <laughs> Becky! Look at her butt! <laughs> <laughs> Showed it to my friend Mal last night. He was dying. Good. I, uh, I went to Austin this past weekend. That was a happy thing. 
Yeah, what was in Austin besides uh, McElroy? Uh, Grace and Adam oh, yeah. are in Austin. And Nick and Jess came along as well. Yeah. We ate so much food. I've never eaten so much food in a short period of time in my life. Okay. It was a lot of food, but it was a lot of good food. What kind of good food? So I think we like went too hard on Thursday. <laughs> I've never heard of this restaurant. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> it's called too hard? No, we we physically <laughs> oh, it's called hard. We okay. went we physically went too hard on the eating front on Thursday. Like we we over we like overloaded at the beginning and then I was full for 5 days straight. Gotcha. Um Adam made us pancakes and bacon and sausage the first day. Yeah. And it was delicious. But then a few hours later, we went and got Torchy's tacos, and that was a lot of tacos, uh-huh. and it was very good. And then a few hours later, we ordered pizza. <laughs> it was so much. And the pizza, because uh-huh. you are from the Chicagoland area, uh-huh. if you were going to compare it to the wonders of Chicago. Well, I had Sicilian pizza, which is... Oh, which is the original deal. I like Sicilian pizza. It was delicious. It's, I don't like deep dish, so... It's very light. Sicilian pizza. No, ours was th- thick. You got a thick one? Oh, thick then... with like 50 C's. <laughs> <laughs> they also got a clam pizza. When I was like, you guys, this is going to be good. And it ended up being like clam bread. And I was like, this is why you shouldn't have gotten the clam pizza. <laughs> What's clam bread? It was like a pizza bread with like clams on it. <laughs> How do you get through... I don't know. How do you get through the show? I don't. I didn't eat it. <laughs> Ask them. I was like, no thanks. You supposed to slurp it up? There were clams like on it. I don't know. I didn't eat it. I had the Sicilian pepperoni, which was delicious. Okay, that's good. Um, and then the, a lot of the weekend we watched every DC movie. Yeah. That has come out recently. Figured you would do that. And it was hilarious. And you saw Captain Marvel, most likely. Yes, we did. We saw it at Alamo Draft House, which is always a good experience. Which is the theater you're not allowed to speak in? Correct. Okay. How did that go? It was fine. I've already been there. Anybody so. get thrown out? No. For talking? It was very nice to see a movie that was good in there instead of uh, <laughs> Alien Covenant, which is what I saw last what time. What are you talking about? Adam assured you it was so good. <laughs> Adam f- troll- trolled us. <laughs> we also uh, pulled a great uh, prank well, not really a prank. A heist, maybe? Yeah. We, uh, it's not a heist either. I don't know what to call it. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't uh, we foiled Grace go- <laughs> in law enforcement? <laughs> we did so many crimes in front of her this weekend. <laughs> um, we threw Grace a surprise birthday party. Oh. So that was fun. So that's the real motive behind the trip. No, that was just a, co- that was just a thing we did. Oh, that like, was a coincidence. Not really a coincidence, but we didn't mean to like make our trip around her birthday. It just happened to be the same week. So we were like, let's do a, because she already celebrated with Adam. So then Adam decided, hey, let's throw her another little party. So we had a Marvel party. And so the boys, Adam and Nick, were hanging back. Mm-hmm. And so... Grace, Jess, and I were like, let's go get snow cones. So the boys were like, oh, we'll be, we'll be somewhere. They were just kind of hanging around. Right. And so as soon as we left, they packed everything up and started decorating or started preparing to decorate and got all this stuff and like ordered a cake and they did all this stuff while we were out distracting Grace, apparently, <laughs> even though nice. we didn't really know that oh, was you- what we were doing. <laughs> well, I knew that we were having a party, but I don't think I realized it was a surprise until Nick texted me and he was like, this is what's going down. And I was like, all right. So after that, we he told me to to um, divert her after the movie was over, so that they had time to like finish setting up. Uh-huh. So I was like, Grace, I really need to get some gum at Walgreens. <laughs> you go with me. So she drove us to Walgreens, and then I told Nick when we were coming back. Was it in her squad car? No, it was oh. in her her car. Bummer. Uh, I almost said what kind it was, but I don't want people to find Grace. So no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. She'll kick their butt anyway. It's true. She's a badass. Um, and then I was like, we're, we're coming in. We're here. Here we are. We're pulling into the garage. And then they shot popper things and it was, there was <laughs> marble decorations. Oh my God. So they <laughs> just remembered. Yes. They, so a couple of the decorations were these like decapitated heads. <laughs> okay. Um, of, Tony, Stephen, Thor. Yeah. But they were like they were like lantern kind of style things hanging from 
<laughs> the ceiling. Yeah. And? <laughs> and we hung one. One of them they hung on. The Thor one was hanging from the, like, light fan. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they turned on the fan? No. Oh. Uh, Nina is one of the four four cats. She's, like, fucking terrified <laughs> of Thor. It's the funniest shit. But she was like traumatized for like a good 12 hours when she saw him. She like, I guess she was like in the room and all of a sudden she got a look at him and just fucking like bolted. Like, and she's a big cat. So yeah. It was so funny. And then Grace tried to like pick her up and take her back so she could meet decapitated Thor. And I'm like, look, it's okay. Like, he's not going to hurt you. But she just made it worse. <laughs> and she ran so far away. She didn't come back in the room for hours. <laughs> it was very sad, but very funny. No. Can I say something really, really sad? Uh-huh. So I'm assuming uh, Spider-Man and other, other members couldn't be there because they were momentarily taken out of the picture for a little while <laughs> yes and they're well luckily for them they weren't decapitated <laughs> right exactly <laughs> like the like the remaining <laughs> apparently yes and we also got her a really shitty captain america doll <laughs> well <laughs> what else could you possibly ask for but a really bad doll but it was so funny because we saw it at the comic book store the day before and we were like making fun of it and then they bought it for her afterwards <laughs> it was a good joke it was a very good prank here you go <laughs> sorry <laughs> no he's he's part of our world now he like was at the party he sat at the, he sat by the tv the whole weekend while we watched terrible dc movies yeah why was, were we watching dc movies because it was hilarious Okay. Because it's fun to watch bad movies when you're hanging out with your friends so you can all make fun of them. I suppose. Yeah, that's true. That's the only acceptable way to watch. I bet it was weird leaving the room after watching a DC movie and seeing color. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, every time I went to the bathroom, I got to go take a big Justice League. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying. Sorry if you like DC, but also not sorry because <laughs> find better things to watch. There's very few good DC movies. Wonder Woman. The original good. Batman and Batman Returns were good. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. The Dark Knight trilogy was all good. Mm-hmm. And why are you yelling at You're me? You're so loud. I know. And um, yeah, Wonder Woman was good. Let's talk about how Aquaman, Justice League, and Suicide Squad are terrible. And Batman vs. Superman. Actually, let's not because that's not what we're here to talk about. And Superman Returns? I didn't see Man of Steel. Not Man of Steel. Oh, I'm not talking about those. I'm just talking about the current DC universe. Oh, okay. The DCU or whatever. The DCU. The comic book shop that I run Magic the Gathering games at for like two months had up on the uh, sign that uh, S- Superman wears shorts uh-huh. and then hanging above the cash register, he had on a hanger a pair of red shorts because, <laughs> you know, Superman must have left these behind or something like that because that was like the worst thing in Man of Steel. It was like people mm. were really upset that his signature red shorts were not a part of his thing. Ooh, so sad. I know. Uh, we also played this game called Mansions of, Mansions of Madness. Have you played that? No. That's really fun. What's it about? It's like a Lovecraftian mystery that you solve together, but there's monsters that attack you. It's like, there's also like a visual component, so it's like you can play it on Steam and the game will like build itself. You build the game as you play. Really? It's really, it was really fun. I could play that. It was really cool. We should get it or... I think uh, Nick's cousin has it. So he the can last Lovecraftian thing I ever played was Arkham Horror. And after the hour and a half tutorial about how to play the game, we actually got to play <laughs> the game. Woohoo! <laughs> it was super difficult. A lot of fun, but I wouldn't want to have to relearn that again. I mean, yeah. that was just insane. This one was really fun, and it was not a very big learning curve. So cool. we played it for many hours, and it was very fun. 
And I also had some celebrity sightings at the airport. Oh, who did you see? Well, both of them are related to what we talked about. One of them was Tinnifer from Parks and Rec. Yeah. I think I actually am surprised we didn't see more celebrities because it was South by Southwest happening. Yeah, you should have seen a lot. Did you go to South by Southwest no, at all? Okay. We didn't go downtown because it was going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so I saw Tinnifer from Parks and Rec. <laughs> and how was she? <laughs> what? And how was she? I don't know. I didn't talk to her, oh, but so she was in front of me at the security check. How exciting. And who else did you see? Um, and then when I got back to Chicago, I was waiting for my Uber. And there was Grocery Store Joe yep. from The Bachelorette. Celebrity. Slash Bachelor in Paradise. Air quote celebrity. <laughs> E-list celebrity. <laughs> Maybe D-list, F-list. But Re- I recognized him list. and it made me excited. <laughs> At 10 p.m. it was very exciting. Trash TV list. Trash TV list. And there you go. Uh-huh. Celeb. He's also very cute, so it was pleasant to my eyeballs. <laughs> I could have seen that. Yep. You think if he ever travels internationally, if they ask him, like, are you sure you don't have any fruits and vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> because he's a grocery store Joe. Uh-huh. Joe, right? Yeah, grocery. I think I called him Mike originally, <laughs> you but did. it's grocery store Joe. <laughs> the internet corrected me when I Googled it, and I was like, oh, oops, <laughs> Joe. I'm so sorry. So... That's my exciting story. Should we talk about what we have to talk about? Oh, I could murder for some talk about this show. Oh, because Bridget accidentally murdered someone? I mean, I think we could just, you know, just jump right into this like we're hiding in a steamer box. (laughs) Or in a trunk. Steamer trunk. (laughs) So this week, I had no idea what to do because... I'm very stressed out at work and cosplay land. And it was Tuesday and I was like, Brad, I don't know what to do this week. And what did Brad do? Brad said, let's do Ringer season one, episode two. Brad saved the day. And I said, was what okay. I was looking for, but okay. Yes. <laughs> Brad also saved the day tonight because he pinned my bodysuit for me so that I can tailor it. And now she'll never get it off. And <laughs> it will fuse to my body after it's done. She is now and always will be Nat. Yeah, basically. And then he fixed my sewing machine. Yeah, I did that too. So magical. I am single, ladies, so, you know. <laughs> You need a cosplay husbando. <laughs> a shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> Get him, ladies. He'll be at C2E2. <laughs> Hiding. He'll be Thanos, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I should start working on that. <laughs> oh my god. You're stressing me out. <laughs> be Thanos on Saturday, because so, I'm going to be Infinity War. The whole thing, huh? I'm going to be the whole thing. <laughs> Is there going to be dust coming off the side of you yes. with half bodies? Yes. I am Infinity War. I'm going to be every character in Infinity War. And I'll just have War. to stand next to you, uh-huh. snapping my finger. Yeah, I'm every character except Thanos in Infinity War. That's my costume on Saturday. Okay. She's going to be really hard to be moving around. Don't worry about it. I got it. It's already I done. You just don't done. see it. It's just not in here. <laughs> <laughs> even the spaceships even the spaceships and the planets yes i believe it flying donut around my head like a halo i got it i'm enjoying this already Quinjet hanging off one boob yeah the whatever the fuck the guardian ship is yep, off the other one, the other one. right <laughs> <laughs> stormbreaker <laughs> one hand <laughs> iron man club other hands I'm making up my costume as I go. Green vests for Black Widow. Um, half my face is blue, the other's green. <laughs> Red Wait, leather no, jacket over. No. It can't be green. Gamora, Nebula. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, sweet rabbit ears on my head. <laughs> Why are you dying? Because <laughs> they're you're gonna call them sweet rabbit ears, uh-huh. but they're actually gonna be raccoon ears, right? <laughs> yes, <Okay>. obviously. 
Uh, okay, I've run out of steam. Half a cape. Half a cape. Yep. Big star on my chest. Sure. Or a black star on my chest. Anyway, so we're doing Ringer. <laughs> yep, season one, episode two. There is only one season, but that's okay. We um did this first episode way, way a year ago. I'll tell you when. When did we do it? Oh, February. <laughs> February 22nd. Well, we came out February 27th, 2018. Yep. That's crazy. So if you don't remember episode one because <laughs> you watched it when we did the first episode, you might want to go back and look. <laughs> yeah, it was episode eight. And now we're on say. 59. The production of this second episode seemed a lot nicer than that first episode. I told you it got a little better. The story in this one is still pretty silly, but it did. The quality of the production is better. Yes. So this is a story of two sisters who share the same face played by Sarah Michelle Gellar. (laughs) That's what she says in the beginning. So minus this played by Sarah Michelle Gellar part. I was going to say. Yeah, okay. I editorialized a little bit. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm all I'm all spazzy. I'm just a jittery mess today. It's okay. This is what Marvel does to me. <laughs> it's been a tough week for me as well. And work is crazy. Yes, I, is crazy. I, I will second that motion and bring it to a vote. <clears throat> Has work been crazy? Yes. I. I. Any nays in the room? No, I don't hear. Neither do I. She doesn't get a vote anyway. Sookie didn't even talk. So it must have been a crazy week for her as well. So, Bridget, the druggy stripper sister, Mm -hmm. has inhabited her rich fancy sister's life because Because she thinks she she committed suicide. Because she thinks she committed suicide. So she stole her life, basically. Like Sarah and Beth a little bit. Yes. Um, On Orphan Black. Bridget calls Luke Cage for help. Mm-hmm. He's just going to be Luke Cage. I don't care. It's fine. He said sweet Christmas a lot, so he I'm did okay like with that. 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> she tells him, so she was being hunted in her lo- in her like loft that's under construction. By a vampire. By a, oh, yeah, that's right. By a vampire. I forgot about that. <laughs> and you know what the best thing to do for vampires is? Shoot them with a gun. <laughs> with wooden bullets. <laughs> So she calls Luke Cage and tells him that she shot someone in self-defense, someone who seemed to be after Siobhan, her sister. Mm -hmm. Luke says she can call the cops because Siobhan isn't a fugitive, and he says he just wants to help her out, and she agrees to meet him. However, well, she goes to the body, she goes and covers up the body, but as she's going to the door, she hears a knock. Right. And it's Agent Machada? I think that's his name. It's not Agent Horchata? (laughs) That sounds delicious. It does sound good. (laughs) I'll have an Agent Horchata, please. (laughs) Uh, She's trying to hide and like make him go away, but he sees her feet moving under the shadow of the door. Her feet were the shadow under the door? Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) It's been a tough week. (laughs) It has been. She opens the door and is like, oh, sorry, the lock wasn't working. Ah." (laughs) And he's like, I have to pee. And she says, no, go across the street to the bath, to the donut shop. Right. She could have just said the bathroom wasn't finished yet. Right. Instead of, you know, you can't come in. They haven't installed the toilet. Not that it's a mess. Right. But hey, you know. Get better excuses, Bridget. Well, she was in a highly constructive, constructed zone. Construction zone. Excuse me? In a highly constructive construction zone. Yes. That's what I meant to say. And she's all a dither from the dead body. Yes, that she was about to. You know? Cut up with the... I don't know what she was about to do. Well, she did pick up the uh, circular saw. Oh. So I have an idea of what she was thinking. (laughs) That would have made a mess. It would have been real messy. A real big mess. That would have been. I don't think she could have handled that. Nobody should be able to handle that. Uh, there's this episode of The Americans. I'm not going to talk about what they do on it, but well, thanks way, for bringing it up. The way they dispose <laughs> a body, 
<laughs> this is episode of the Americans that I am not going to talk about. But now you all can the see way here they and dispose wonder. of the body in early season three is bonkers and freaks me out. <laughs> anyway, I just don't want to give any spoilers. But the people who any. have seen it I will know what I'm it. talking about. I'll have to watch it now. You should. It's so good. We should also do it for our show because it's because they they all well they're Russian spies and so they are Russian spies when they're living as like a married couple in the U.S. and then they have all these other secret lives going on at the same time. Also, interesting. Lots of lots of good wigs happening. Yeah, sweet. So it's a good show. Nothing I love that like show. a good wig. Yeah, unlike Mira's in Aquaman. Holy shit. Anyway. Haven't seen Aquaman, so it's okay. You can spoil that all you want. It's (laughs) pretty bad. Guess what? Patrick Wilson at one point goes, call me Ocean Master. Who's Patrick Wilson? He's Aquaman's brother. Okay. But he's a really good actor in other things, (laughs) like The Conjuring and Fargo. So you're saying he was gypped on this one with a bad line. I was, I'm saying he must have had to give James Wan a favor or something to be in that movie <laughs> or needed some money. Maybe he's a DC man. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know. He's, I just love him and I was disappointed. DC's just let me down way too much. Like, it's just been bad. Yeah. Batman, Batman Returns, great. Batman already, and we Robin. Are, we already went just, over this. Then they just started going downhill. And then then they came back and saved it with Dark Knight series. And I'm like, uh-huh. yes, I can love DC stuff again. And then Man of Steel happened. And it was okay. It's but the it best Dragon great. Ball Z movie ever. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I get that reference. Thanks, Steve Rogers. <laughs> uh, so she... Open, so Bridget opens the door, won't let him in to use the bathroom, and he's trying to get her to talk to her, get her to talk to him about Bridget. Yes, because she, at the end of episode one, he found letters in the train station proving that she was indeed in contact with her, which she said at the end of season, episode one that she was not, right? Yes, and she's on the run because she doesn't want to testify for that murderer guy. Gotcha. She thinks he's going to kill her. Which, for the brief moment we see him in this episode, <laughs> I agree with her. Yes. He's scary. He's also from Fargo. Or he's also in Fargo, the show. He's the same season as Patrick Wilson, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and Fargo is just a plain old, everyday, natural, nothing weird happening show. <laughs> uh-huh. Totally. So... She gets into a cab and is like, whatever, I can't, I don't want to talk right now, blah, 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 blah. And then leaves. Mm-hmm. So exciting. I'm doing some great narration, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brain is in Marvel land. Gemma. I got confused. I was like, Gemma? <laughs> Wrong Gemma. <laughs> See? Yes. Continue. (laughs) Sorry. At the precinct, Agent Horchata (laughs) is doing some investigating into the Martins, but there's nothing super interesting about them, which Andrew and Siobhan Martin. Right. But he's convinced that they must be harboring Bridget. Gemma accuses her husband of having an affair, which is accurate. Because he was with. He was having an affair with Siobhan, but she right. and Bridget as Siobhan ended it because she didn't need more complications in her already complicated secret double life. Right. That makes sense. Uh, he's He tells Gemma that he's just busy and they have kids and jobs and blah, blah, blah. But then she found a hotel key in his suit, which is why she finally confronted him. Dun, dun, dun. She smacked him, didn't she? Maybe. I don't remember. I think she smacked him and then showed him the key. Good. Yeah. She's sassy. She is. She has a right to be because she's also correct. Women usually are. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Not going to deny anything that you're saying right now? <laughs> anything, though? Good call. I know. 
They say happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so you're my podcast wife, I guess. So <laughs> gotta keep you happy. Except when we're doing Battlestar apparently. <laughs> you told me to defend my thoughts on that, and I, I am. And it is very funny. <laughs> Uh, so Bridget is trying to get some money out of the ATM, but she doesn't know her PIN. Uh, she goes to the teller and who asks for her ID, and Bridget looks like weirdly nervous about it. <laughs> I'm like, girl, it's gonna look exactly like you. It's you. It's your twin sister. The teller is very mysterious and says, "Come with her." Well, she says, "Come with me." Yes. <laughs> Come with her. Come with her. Come and with points her. Points longingly over into the other <laughs> side of the table, <laughs> where this woman dressed in a paisley scarf is gonna take you to the secret room of money. Cool. Can she take me to the secret room of money? No. Damn. You're not Siobhan. Neither is she. They don't know that. Ugh, no fair. Uh, it turns out that the bank owner, guy, manager, something. Uh, he just considers Siobhan to be a special client and that he'll help her with just about anything. Right. She says she wants to withdraw the balance from her checking account, but he tells her there isn't much in there, so he suggests she withdraw from her emergency account that she just opened a couple weeks ago. And she says, does a sale at Bergdorf's count as an emergency? Teehee. And he laughs. And then he gives her the money. And she did really good. She I did. Mean, that, that it was, was a good... That was a good I'm rich. It was a good uh, con. Yeah. And this also reminded me of Orphan Black a lot, obviously, because Sarah cons Beth's bank manager guy. Yeah. So. That's true. It's a very similar scene. Okay. You saying uh, Orphan Black stole maybe a little bit? No. Yeah, you're right, because they're not all... I was going to say they're not sisters, but technically they kind of are. Sisters. Sisters. They're sisters. I'm just saying it's a very similar scene. It is. However, unlike Sarah, Bridget gets all her money ASAP. <laughs> yes. She did not have to wait. Uh, Andrew, while well, she's in the cab to go, I think probably to try to meet Luke, mm-hmm. she, Andrew calls her to Babylon about all this dramatic stuff happening in his life. And he mentions a cocktail party happening at the loft where she just killed a dude. Well, that was the fix-it situation. Oh, for his babbling? Well, because where they were supposed to have that cocktail party had a water pipe burst and it ruined the room that they were going to have it in. And obviously their apartment was too small for this. But the loft they're having renovated... Would be perfect. A nice open, empty space. Yes. And she's like, uh, uh, excuse me? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No, it's horrible. There's tools everywhere and tools it's a everywhere. mess. It's messy. And he's like, well, I already let the cleaning people in and the, the crew's already there. It's fine. They did a really good job of turning that around. Yeah, they did. I mean, that room looked way better <laughs> for that party. But go on. Yeah. Uh, so he... He tells her he already let some people into the building to get things set up. And Bridget goes back to the loft right. to fix her mistake. <laughs> Which is what she was supposed she was going she was supposed to go there to yeah. oversee this. So it's not weird that she went there. Right, exactly. Uh so <laughs> it's very funny though when she walks in and she sees some workers getting ready to unroll something and she's like, No, 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 <laughs> but it's just a rug. <laughs> <laughs> not the body she's not a dead body. It? It's fine. She spots her rolled up man in the corner mm-hmm. and bribes everyone with lunch so that she can take care of her business. Which they all took because I believe the line was, let's go before she changes her mind. Yes, because I guess Siobhan is traditionally stingy Yep, and a hard ass. Yep. While they all leave, she looks around the room trying to figure out what to do. And then her gaze lingers upon a trunk. Hmm. hmm. What could the trunk hold? Uh, maybe a body? Oh, maybe. <laughs> it's been a whole day. It probably smells bad. <laughs> I was, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, when does the body actually start to stank? When does that funk start to happen? She should have... Yeah, there's a lot of things she should have done. 
She doesn't do very well. She does okay in yeah. this part, but she doesn't do very well. I just found myself this whole time wondering when a body starts to stink. Same. And like... Apparently not within a day. Right. Maybe he had gone to the washroom prior to trying to kill her and there was nothing that needed to come out or something like that, you know? Yeah. They say when you die, you... I know, I know. You do the poops and the peeps. I know. Okay. I know. Thought I'd bring that up. We all all know. (laughs) Gross. You would have rather I not brought that reality to this. Okay, I'll let you continue. Bridget goes home and runs into Juliet, who is wearing very little clothing. Bridget says, you look like you're going to be cold, (laughs) which is a very kind way of saying, hey, you're a teenager. Please put more clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's what you're going to go with? Yeah. You look like you're going to be cold is a very kind way of saying, hey, you're a teenager. Put some more clothes on. Uh I thought you were going to go a different route entirely. I'm being nice. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to slut shame Juliet. Okay. That's good. She can wear what she wants. She can do what she wants. But she's also a kid, so she should cover up a little bit. Yeah. Leave some mystery. (laughs) Okay. No. (laughs) Continue. She's a teenager, Brad. She try Bridget tries to give Juliet a little pep talk about, you know, I used I used to know someone who ran with a bad crowd, did a lot of drugs and drank and blah blah blah. And Juliet's like are you trying to bond with me right now? Blah, bye. <laughs> she says she can't believe she's even trying to give a crap or something like that. Well, Siobhan is just not a nice person. <sighs> no, she's kind of a, a mm. biatch. Well. At the party, Bridget looks amazing, I'm going to say. She's got her hair in a high ponytail and looks yep. fabulous. She's got this cool gold black dress on. Yep. That would look amazing as well. Yes, she looks very nice. Very nice, as Borat would say. Yep, yep. <laughs> she is my wife. <laughs> She'd be my wife. She is definitely my wife. I thought that dress looked very, um, very Egyptian kind yeah. of. It had a very Egyptian feel to me. I think her, really cool. her hair and makeup also had that vibe because she had very intense winged eyeliner going on. Yep. She looked very hot and pretty. Uh-huh. And a lot of other kind words because she's Sarah Michelle Gellar and she's beautiful. Right. And I love her. There were a lot of people in that room so I can understand maybe feeling a little warm. But, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> she hit it well. There was no sweat beads or anything. What did you say to me this morning that made me laugh very hard? Some <laughs> stupid pun, and I was so mad. You, you said your little screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> My little screwdriver should arrive this evening, this afternoon. And I, yes. And I said, without skipping a beat. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm looking at it right now. I assume it's because you're trying to watch your alcohol intake. <laughs> And I was like, I paused, and I, because it took me a second. Then I was mad and laughed. You're welcome. It was very funny. I believe you responded with, "You were killing me." Yes. <laughs> um, at the party, someone hands her some champagne, and she's like, "Ooh, awkward." Because she told everyone she's pregnant because she's actually a recovering alcoholic. Right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's almost like we didn't, we did this first one a year ago. I, yeah, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> that's right. She said she was pregnant. Uh huh. She told Andrew anyway. And I think Andrew kind of spilled the beans a little bit to people. Yeah. But except that was, for the guy. Except for, yes, whose name escapes me. Her, her, uh, Designer. Gemma's husband. No, not him. Oh. The the designer dude. Her. Oh, the guy that was her helping her. Guy, yeah. yeah, yeah. He hands her the champagne, and she's like, "Hello, what do I do with this?" You know, a little drink every now and again never hurt anything. Just don't get too excessive. Probably it. for an alcoholic, it does hurt something. Oh yes, I was talking about the pregnant person. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. 
Um, she starts chit-chatting with people. <laughs> some, some girl says to her, I went to the dermatologist you recommended, but my Botox doesn't look as natural as yours. <laughs> And then she starts, she looks very confused and kind of like pokes her face a little bit. It was mm-hmm. very funny. Uh, and then she spots a guy getting cozy on the trunk, taking a, taking a squat. You know. Popping a squat on the trunk to eat his hors d'oeuvres. It's pretty rude. And then she runs over and tells him it's an antique and don't sit there. And gets but a also, chair. It's very nearby. Yes. Also, Bridget, why didn't... You put the trunk in a different room. Because the best hiding space is in plain sight. Is in plain sight. Yep. <sighs> All right. Boom. I suppose. Um, and then Vampire Titties from Dexter shows up. I don't remember what her name is, but that's what <laughs> Dexter's sister calls her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She something about vampire titties. That's what I always remember. She was the French woman in Dexter, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. She's been in a lot of things. But she was always, like, her boobs were always out on Dexter, and she was very skinny and pale, so I think. And they lived in Miami. Yeah. So so Dexter's sister was always calling her. Yeah. I can't remember Dexter's sister's name either. She spent a lot of time naked. What do you want? Freaking hell. She was having fun with Dexter. She was. In a sexual nature. Deborah. Okay, yep. Deborah Morgan. Nickname for Lila. I think her name was Lila. Little Miss Pardon My Tits. Oh, there you go. But I do know she has a a vampire-related nickname for her as well. Okay. But anyway. Gross English titty vampire. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> She's English, not French. Okay. Well, she was in France when Dexter took care of the situation, I believe. Because I think the Eiffel Tower was right outside the door window. I might be wrong. Yes, you're correct. I am. Let's see. Yep, France. So she is stealing her husband. Yes, supposedly. So, okay. Chat with clients. What do they do exactly? They're in finance. They're in some vague finance. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's just so many questions. Yes. Back to Ringer. Sorry. Her <laughs> husband's partner, who is Lila from Dexter, shows up. I don't remember what her name on the show is. Doesn't matter. No. She's Andrew's partner, business partner. And Gemma is convinced that she's cheating on, or that he's cheating on her with her. With Lila, because she's hot and whatever. Right. And she thinks everyone's cheating husband. on everyone. Oh, she thinks She Siobhan's thinks Siobhan's husband's, husband's cheating on Siobhan to, uh, with, with his partner. Pardon me, excuse my things. Yes, too many hers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that she is just obviously upset and projecting and drinking a lot, so she's... Definitely drinking a lot. Yeah. And quite honestly, from what we see of his partner... I don't think she's thinking that ever. She's always thinking about where the next doll is going to come from. Probably. Uh, Mistress Boy. I don't know what his name is, but he's Mistress Boy right now. Gemma's husband. Gemma's husband, Mistress Boy. Yeah. He tells Siobhan, Siobhan, air quote, yep. um, that he, that Gemma found the hotel card or the key, hotel key card. Right. And he tells Siobhan that he told, he told Gemma that he just goes there to write. And it seems like she might have bought it for now. Okay. However, he says there's no affair anyway anymore, so it doesn't really matter. It's true. Because she broke Wait, up. Wait, no, with that's him. wrong. She broke up with him. I know it does. It, right. Yeah. It no, still matters, sorry. dude. Yeah, yeah just because it's not now doesn't mean it wasn't then. Right, Ugh. exactly. He's God, stupid. man. He's so bad. You deserve to be divorced later, probably, which is what's going to happen. <laughs> he just wants to know what he did wrong. To Siobhan, but she won't tell him. She doesn't know. And the convent. The c- <laughs> yeah. The c- <laughs> what? Because she doesn't know what he did wrong to Siobhan. Exactly, because she's Bridget. Right. The convo is cut short. Oh. 
by a sighting of blood coming out of the chest. Yep. I have also, something to say about that later. I have something to say that has nothing to do with this, but it's kind of related, tangent, very tangentially. Okay. In Aquaman, every time <laughs> they needed to end a scene. There was blood? No. Oh. There was an explosion. <laughs> so they ended a scene with an explosion. Okay. They didn't know how to like end a conversation between two people, so instead they would just blow something up in the middle of it. Okay. <laughs> So all you screenwriters out there, handy trick. Don't know how to end a scene? Blow something up. No, no. I, the, 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 the writing teacher from Adaptation would have problems with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, yes. So there's blood seeping out of the trunk and Bridget runs over and starts trying to mop it up with a napkin. Yes. She does it very effectively. So effectively. Enter the clueless cop. Yes. Agent Horchata is there to uh-huh. confront her. Uh-huh. Also, do you notice that all of the scenes of them is like filmed in this weird diagonal frame? That was a thing back in the 90s? This is not the 90s. 2000s? This is, like, this is not Early that 2000s. long ago. This is not that long ago. Early, mid, mid 2000s. Keep going. What? Well, we're still in the 2000s, so it's <laughs> I'm hard saying for guess me. a year. I'm going to say 2008. Did I win? No. How far am I way off? You're pretty off. Wow. When was it? 2012. I was only off by... Or 2011, f- sorry. Four, three. That's sorry. That's pretty good. But at least it's in this decade. God bless you, Suki. She sneezed. She did sneeze. Okay, so yeah, all the convos are filmed diagonally. They were in the beginning, too, when she opened the door for him. They're like a weird diagonal dramatic shot. Right. Well, it is a drama. Mm-hmm. And it's also the CW, so they're a little cheesy sometimes. Well, you know, can't win them all, stuff. Can't win them all. It's okay. He talks about, or he asked her to talk to him outside. Yeah. Yesterday, she sneezed, like, on my face. She crawled up my chest and then sneezed all over me. It was so gross. She just wants you to know that she loves you. Glamorous life of a cat owner. Yep. Yeah, you're gross. You're so gross. Okay. He talks about all the old buildings and she's like, are you going to get to a point sometime soon? Uh, He talks about her building in specific. Yeah. That it used to be something and then it was a department store and this area was the men's section what did it start out as can't remember i don't remember but either way he gets to his point which is that he thinks she's keeping people out of the loft for some reason right but construction then, yeah duh the construction they're trying to move in there buddy yeah, come on hello not like there's any dead bodies around here or anything god <laughs> And he didn't once notice that she's holding a bloody napkin. I'm just saying. She's <laughs> not a very good cop. Like any other show. Was she really cop, holding a bloody napkin? The cop would have caught on to that. She, he walked up to her just as she was wiping up the That's floor. That's true. Uh, but then that conversation is cut short by an explosion. I'm just kidding. By <laughs> Gemma, <laughs> drunk and yelling at people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She, Siobhan, Bridget tells the agent to GTFO so she can go help her friend. Right. And does, is this the point where she says he's harassing her? Uh, not yet. Oh, yes. Okay. You sure? I think when she tells him the GTFO, she, she tells him that yes, he's harassing her. Yes, yes, yes. You're correct. Why is your phone still making noises, buddy? What's that, buddy? Because I apparently, when I put on my Do Not Disturb on my watch, it did not transfer to my phone like it's supposed to. How rude. Oh my god. So anyway. So, yeah, she says he's harassing her and he needs to leave and get out of her life. Becky. (laughs) Andrew is trying to give a speech with his business partner. And then suddenly there's a phone ringing somewhere. Uh Uh-oh. And it's coming from the trunk. 
If well, somebody figures it out, that's coming yeah. from the truck. So, but Wait, you're like, telling me this was in 2012. This show was made, and this guy <laughs> didn't have his phone on vibrate. It was a flip phone. It was a flip phone. Yeah, it's not that long. Yeah, he probably had a burner because he's a he's a Criminal, assassin, a bad person. Yeah, a, a baddie, bad, bad. Yeah, okay. he's a hitman, so he had a burner flip phone. Gotcha. I think they have iPhones or at least smartphones. Yeah, everybody else had a smartphone. But yeah, when you're a bad guy, you have to have a burner. It's <laughs> a rule. Right, a cheap phone you can break in half, throw in the garbage, and leave. Exactly. You got to dramatically do it, too. Yes, okay. You're, okay, I stand corrected. So she opens the trunk. She's like, I'll get it. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll fix it. And <laughs> opens it and rummages around in dead guy's pocket. Uh-huh. Finds the phone. Closes shuts it. Shuts it up, yep. It's fine. But then a mysterious guy walks by and her slayer senses tingle. <laughs> now, did I see what I thought I see? Did I see that guy, like, put his phone away? Like, was he possibly calling it? Ooh, maybe. I didn't notice that, but that's possible. I think that's what they were trying to tell Yeah, probably there. that he's trying to, he's looking for his Because he knew associate. he was supposed to be there. And kill her. And she's not dead. And he gone. And he gone. So you're going to call. That makes sense. Good job. Thank you. I'm a detective. Good job. Your spidey sense. Yeah, my spidey sense out. went off. And oh. her slayer sense went off. Feels so good, Stephanie. What? <laughs> <laughs> I missed whatever you said. I said I don't feel so good. Oh. Oh. Something just doesn't feel quite right, Stephanie. I just no. don't know what's going on. No, Brad, don't say those things. <laughs> Sookie says, no, don't no. say these things. I'm making her mouth move for you listeners. Dramatic. For dramatic presentation on an audio podcast. The cat slips are moving. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's partner uh, tells Siobhan that, or Bridget asks Siobhan, that Getting pregnant's a really nice strategy when you want to keep your husband. Ooh. Oh. Well, now, you know, now that she said that, I'm starting to think that maybe she was had her eyes on him. Maybe. Now that you bring that up and bring that back into my brain. He is rather handsome. Yeah, he's all right. Andrew at home. They're back at home now. And he says that tonight it felt like he had the old Siobhan back. Oh. How lovely. She did have a cane. Oh, you hurt deeply. (laughs) So, (laughs) while they are sleeping, Uh Bridget gets up in the middle of the night and texts Luke Cage that she's on her way. Yep, prepares for her getaway. But as she goes to the door, she hears Juliet. Puking. That was interesting. <laughs> I was like, what? I There's a little my, repeat in there. I heard myself. A little repeat in our headphones there for a second. Because it sounded like it said, it sounded like it said puking before I said puking. Uh oh. We're in the matrix. <laughs> it's like. So Juliet was puking. Scared to go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says she took something at the bar. And feels weird. Some sort of orange pill. Tic Tac? <laughs> I mean, that's about the only orange pill I can think of. Uh, <laughs> it was laced with crack. <laughs> Juliet cries and she tells Bridget not to leave. Uh-huh. And then Bridget has a flashback from nine years ago when Siobhan came to see her at a bar. Well, help her. Help her. There was yeah, an earlier flashback where she said she'll call her sister. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. so long ago. Yeah. So there's a... Now Now this is the sister arrives. Right. And talks to Jim Bob, the bartender. And finds her sitting at a table. Bridget says she drank too much. She got fired and she has no money to pay for all the booze she drank. Well, you know, this is a real... First world problems. Yeah. 
Siobhan scolds her for being selfish and leaves her with some money. Yep. And does not help her except for the money. But but Bridget's clearly crying out for help. She is. She needs her sister. But her sister's not there for her. Nope. Worst sister ever. I bet you Siobhan's the older one. Probably. That seems to track. Back to the puke scene. Uh Uh-huh. Bridget decides that she's going to be different than Siobhan. She decides to stay and help. No way. Someone crying out. She says she's not going anywhere, and so she hugs Juliet and comforts her. And then Andrew wakes up and... Witnesses this. He sees Siobhan taking care of Juliet, and he's all like, oh my god, hard eyes. Yep. (laughs) It's so magical. I love her so much. (laughs) That is what his face said, for sure. Bridget calls Luke and says she's decided to stay. And he gets the voicemail. Um, just as an SUV pulls up behind him. Yep. And it's the dude that's hunting Bridget bought away. So we think. Yeah. Uh, and he's at, he seems to be after him, but then some kid comes up and says, I forgot to turn my report in. And <laughs> Oh, Luke Cage is a teacher? Yeah, I think so. And her, oh, and, and her, her sponsor. sponsor. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. So as the kid is talking to Luke, the guy drives away. Pulls away, yeah. And then in France, Siobhan is trying to withdraw some money, but her account has been closed. Right. Oops. Uh, she says... Qu'est-ce que c'est? Yes, that. That's what in French? Uh-huh. And they're like, they tell her what bank it was, which is probably her bank. It was her bank. It's the exact same bank that was on the credit card that she yes. was looking, or the, sorry, the cash station card that she was looking at. Right, but then she said, like, the address, too. So it's oh, yes, yes. Her, the one in her, the, her bank. The one in New York. Right there, and she's in New York? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Siobhan gets on the phone and says, she's ruining, she's ruining everything. It has to get done sooner rather than later. So cryptic. Yeah. And then we see Bridget go back to the loft uh-huh. to go finally take care of the dead guy. Uh-huh. However, the trunk is empty. Dun dun dun. And there's no blood in it. It no. was leaking blood. I know. It was as clean as clean could be. I it know. looked beautiful and pristine on the inside. There should have been blood. I know. Okay. That was my that was my pet peeve about the leaking trunk. I agree. Bit. So Cavemen got homesick there for a moment. What? Cavemen got homesick there for a moment. <laughs> In my cave mouth? Yeah, cavemen <laughs> were homesick. I yawned very big. Yes, you did. I'm tired. So big. So big. I don't really have any fun facts. I have a goof. Give me the goof. <laughs> What's the goof? <laughs> when Bridget gets into the cab, she requests to go to the airport. Right. Which the cab driver agrees to without question. But this isn't possible in New York City because there are two equally popular airports. So she should have said LaGuardia or JFK. Huh. Well, I didn't even think twice about that. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, I've never been in New York. Never? Never ever. I was just there. I've been, sorry, never been to New York City. Mm. I've been to upstate New York. That's not like really being in New York, though. No. It's like being in Kansas or something with more snow. <laughs> yeah. So that's it, huh? What was our double count? Three. Three? Yeah. Escuzi? <laughs> I knew I was going to get you on this one. <laughs> I decided that since we do it for Orphan Black, we could do oh, it for this. She's, she's clones playing? She's twins playing? She was twins playing. Yeah. So it's Siobhan, Twins Play, and Siobhan, not Twins Play, and then Bridget. Bridget. There you go. That's the name. So Bridget as Siobhan, Bridget and Siobhan. Yeah. Okay. You like that? Yeah. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. You should tell us what you think by tweeting at us or emailing <laughs> us. Our Twitter handle is at pod, and our email is at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. 
We would love any suggestions you have for like shows you'd like us to cover or movies you want us to do. Or just to say hi. You can say hi. Stephanie always, is always ready for a good sun bear. Yeah. You know, after, after this uh, new trailer came out, maybe it's time for some sun bears to show up in the mailbox. Please. Please send me sun bears, so sucky. And, then, and please rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> That's the only way people are going to find us. We're on most major platforms, of course. You know, Spotify, all of them. Almost all of them. I know there's one they're not on because I don't know how to put us on there. So Also, if you have a Spotify premium account and you have a regular Hulu account, you can link them and get Hulu for free now. Yeah, but it's ad-supported Hulu, so if you I pay know. for un-ad-supported Hulu. Which I do. However, if you want to listen to our podcast on Spotify, and also you can get Hulu for free if you have premium Spotify. You can. It's like a right thing. Just saying. Just saying. Some people just have regular Hulu, and then they could just not pay for it in general. That's true. It's a nice deal. Yeah, you could cancel your Hulu and have your Spot-a-Hulu. 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 Your Spot-a-Hulu. Spot-a-Hulu. And I guess I... We just have to say, you know, until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Oh.